Ugly. Chapter 3. Home. If our house was a dog, it would be a rough little mongrel-level thing. Not big, not fancy, not pretty. Luckily, it was a happy mutt most of the time. The tiny timber place my parents owned was typical of the Brisbane, Australia seaside suburb we lived in. They lived in. The front door opened into a small lounge room. On the right was a row of tall, narrow windows that were wedged open all year, save for a few cold weeks in winter and the occasional summer storm. Past that was the kitchen with its sink, stove, and a brown table that sagged in the middle. A skinny hallway ran alongside the lounge room, joining it to three bedrooms, the toilet and the bathroom. That was it, as far as inside went, at least. Outside, the yard was an ocean of green grass, punctuated only by a clothesline, a barbecue, a hedge along one fence, and an assortment of fruit trees and vegetable patches. A man's home might be his castle, but the four fences of that yard became my mother's prison. After fighting so long to keep from bringing me home, Mom was reluctant to take me out again once she did. She was not ready to face the verdict of strangers when they saw her strange child. For a long time, the only place I went as a baby was to the hospital for various appointments. No shopping trips, no playground visits, just appointments and fortress hope. The hospital wasn't always a safe place, though. Even there, people were ready to make assumptions about me based on how I looked. One time before an appointment, Mom left me with Dad, Oh, she went to make a phone call. Two women stood in line in front of her, waiting to use the phone. He comes up here often, one said to the other, looking toward me. Really? Yes, he's got deformed legs, a hair lip, and the cleft palate, and is not normal mentally. A hair lip and cleft palate were often related, and occurred when a problem during pregnancy meant a baby's lip and the roof of his or her mouth didn't join together properly. Mom spun around. That is my son you are discussing, she hissed at them. The women looked at her in surprise. He has not got a hair lip or a cleft palate, and he is quite normal mentally, Mom said, and I'll thank you not to make a diagnosis until you are more qualified. They turned away without saying anything. It might have taken her a week to come and see me for the first time, and another month before she decided to bring me home, but when she did, Mom's love for me grew fast and fierce. A few months later, Mom decided she was ready to take me into the big wide world. Like countless other moms and their kids had done before, we went for a trip to the local shops. Expecting the worst, she held her head high to avoid meeting the gaze of other shoppers. But no one commented, and if anyone stared at me, she didn't notice. In the future, whenever she did find people staring at her and her ugly little boy, mom settled for staring back. Dad approached things differently. He was tall, with broad shoulders and hair cropped so close to his head it made his giant ears stick out even more. He was pretty rough and ready himself and had no problems taking me out in public. He mostly ignored adults when they stared or told them, pull your head in. With kids, he took a less direct approach. Sometimes when I was old enough, we'd swim at the Wynum wading pool, a massive ocean pool on the coast fed by the water coming in at high tide. Local legend had it, you couldn't take three paces without stepping on broken glass, dog poo, or a rusty piece of the pool's slippery metal slide that had flaked away. You shouldn't go swimming in it, a kid told me once. Why not, I asked. A baby shark swam through the grates and has grown and grown and is now big enough to eat you, the boy said, and he made a chomping motion with his arms. I wasn't sure at first, but decided to take my chances. I couldn't hide my face when I was swimming or the fact that I didn't have normal legs, so once in a while I'd hear comments or get questions. Look at his legs. Why do you think, why do you have a squished nose? What's wrong with your face? I'd either try to ignore them or reply, nothing. Not dad, though. If he was in hearing distance when a child came to stare and asked a pointed question, he'd yell, Oi! You! Go tell your mother she wants you!
One time when dad yelled that at a boy who'd asked me if I could smell through my nose, the boy replied, but, but I don't have a mother. Must have been your father then, dad said.